Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 571. O my Jesus, eternal truth, I fear nothing, neither hardships nor sufferings. I fear only one thing, and that is to offend you. My Jesus, I would rather not exist than make you sad. Jesus, you know that my love knows no one but you. My soul is absorbed in you. Oh, how great should be the ardor of every soul who will live in that convent since God desires to come and live with us. Let everyone remember that if we religious do not intercede before God, who will? Each of us should burn like a pure sacrifice before the majesty of God. But to be pleasing to God, each one should unite herself closely to Jesus. It is only with him, in him, and through him that we can be pleasing to God. December 21st, 1935. One day, my confessor, Father Sopochko, told me to go and look at a certain house to see whether it was the same house I had seen in my vision. When I went with my confessor to see that house, or rather those ruins, at a glance I recognized that they were the same as I had seen in my vision. The moment I touched the boards which had been nailed together in place of the doors, a strength pervaded my soul like a flash, giving me unshakable certitude. I went away quickly from that place, my heart full of joy, for it seemed to me that there was a certain force chaining me to that place. I am very happy to see that everything agrees perfectly with what I saw in the vision. When the confessor spoke to me about the arrangement of the cells and other things, I recognized everything to be the same as had been told me by Jesus. I am delighted that God is acting in this way through my confessor, but I am not surprised that God is giving me such light, since God, who is light itself, lives in a pure and humble heart, and all sufferings and adversities serve but to reveal the soul's holiness. When I returned home, I went immediately to our chapel to rest a while. Then suddenly I heard these words in my soul, Do not fear anything. I am with you. These matters are in my hands and I will bring them to fruition according to my mercy, for nothing can oppose my will. Christmas Eve, 1935. From early morning my spirit was immersed in God. His presence pervaded my whole being. In the evening, before supper, I went to the chapel for a minute to share the wafer at the feet of Jesus with those who are far away and whom Jesus loves greatly, and to whom I owe so much. Just as I was spiritually sharing the wafer with a certain person, probably Father Sopochko, I heard these words within me, My heart is, his heart is, for me, a heaven on earth. When I was leaving the chapel, in an instant, God's omnipotence enveloped me. I understood how greatly God loves us, Oh, if people could at least partly comprehend and understand this. Christmas Day, 
Midnight Mass During Holy Mass, I again saw the little infant Jesus, extremely beautiful, joyfully stretching out his little arms to me. After Holy Communion, I heard the words, I am always in your heart, not only when you receive me in Holy Communion, but always. I spent these holy days in great joy. O Holy Trinity, Eternal God, my spirit is drowned in your beauty. The ages are as nothing in your sight. You are always the same. Oh, how great is your majesty! Jesus, why do you conceal your majesty? Why have you left your heavenly throne and dwelt among us? The Lord answered me, My daughter, love has brought me here, and love keeps me here. My daughter, if you knew what great merit and reward is earned by one act of pure love for me, you would die of joy. I am saying this, that you may constantly unite yourself with me through love, for this is the goal of the life of your soul. This act is an act of the will. Know that a pure soul is humble. When you lower and empty yourself before my majesty, I then pursue you with my grace and make use of my omnipotence to exalt you. Exalt you. Here, St. Faustina writes a prayer to Jesus in which she states that she fears nothing. Now, just the fact that she feels so strong is uh, a sign that she has received a great grace from God. And then she marvels at the grace of living in a convent where Jesus is present in the Blessed Sacrament. And Jesus states that he longs to live in that new convent, in the new congregation, with the sisters. Now, this is seven years before the founding of that convent and that congregation. So we see that Jesus' love has no bounds. St. Faustina writes how we should not take this ardor of Jesus for granted, but we should burn with love for him in return. And Father Sapochko was being guided by the Lord as St. Faustina was. He directed Faustina to a certain house to verify that it was what she had seen in her vision. It was. And when she went there, the Lord confirmed it by letting her feel attached to that house. Apparently, Father Sapochko spent his own money to fix that house for the future congregation, but the war interrupted those plans. Now, St. Faustina herself never lived in that house during her lifetime. But Jesus reassured her by giving her strong graces when she touched that house and visited that house. And as the spiritual foundress of that new community, surely St. Faustina lives with that new community in a spiritual way. When we read in the scriptures the detailed plans that God gave for the building of the temple or the building of the Ark of the Covenant, we see that God is a God of the detail, details. He doesn't leave things to chance. So he was inspiring both St. Faustina and Father Sapochko about the founding of this new congregation. On Christmas Eve, the Polish tradition was to share the Christmas wafer. Um, it's like a consecrated, unconsecrated host, but in a rectangular shape. 
and to share that Christmas wafer with loved ones before the meal. So St. Faustina goes into the chapel so that she can spiritually share it with loved ones who are far away. And uh, Jesus reveals to Faustina that there is great merit for just one act of pure love for him. So let's continue loving Jesus with all our hearts. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in Diary number 1075, Souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant by a gentle mother. Please help us spread the message of divine mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. Visit shopmercy.org to order your copy of Divine Mercy in My Soul, the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. It's available in print in English, Spanish, and Polish, and in English as an e-book, available now on shopmercy.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org.